I yeah. sleep with four pillows. My comfort- I have two pillows for sure. Oh, I'm, I you, do double stack. I heard, uh, <laughs> I heard, I heard. The more pillows you have in your bed, the lonelier you are. And I have like fucking thirty. <laughs> None of them are like animal to, shaped. But I used to love th- a good body pillow. I have, so I'm Those so. Those are the shit. You got it between your legs, and you got it on your yeah. head, dude. You're good, dude. I'm double. I'm double fucking body pillowed up. Dude, Either side, because I roll a lot. Okay, so, and so like I have a lover on both sides. Kind of packed in there. Yeah, I really am. Dude. It's kind of you're having a pillow orgy up in up in there. I have That's... two pillows on the opposite side of the bed that yeah. no one uses that just sit there like a ghost girlfriend, and then I have two Phant- phantom girlfriend. Yeah, then I have two bodies that I roll back and forth on. It's embarrassing. Delete this, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be lonely the rest of my life. I ha- I have uh four memory foam pillows one of them is kind of a neck pillow for yeah. my head yeah. and then the other three like ankles knees oh. shoulders yeah oh, knees knees and ankles is a good one you know what i saw i don't know if it was tiktok i'm getting way too much of my life information from tiktok but uh some you dude kelsey dude so it really is good dude, though so you we're get, doing a new tiktok hack with like some kind of cleaning yeah solution no there's good shit day. there's really good shit no, there's out some there good shit on <laughs> if you get in the right algorithm and not the weird like fucking just people dancing uh someone made a cube pillow I've had an idea to make a pillow. Oh, I've seen my that. entire fucking life. I've seen the cube. Because if you have some shoulders, it looks, legit. it looks legit. He's like, "What angle is this? Like, why are we sleeping on weird oval, thin ovals?" I'm like, "You're right. I'm always sleeping like cockeyed, or I'll use like Not good for the spine. Oh, I'll, I'll do like three pillows to like prop myself up. I do two up. to kind of make up for that. Yeah, but if you have a cube that's semi stiff, I also don't mind stiff beds. Like, that's my, that little nook in perfectly. your neck, your ear to the shoulder. The, the idea I've had, and then I saw someone did it, but they just marketed shittily, is like, if you have some shoulders on you, where do you put your arms? And I know there's a, we should have a Cairo on one time to talk about, maybe not even Cairo, because they're all fucking misinformation everywhere. <laughs> I got like 10 Cairo friends, so we don't have any shortage of that. Yeah, yeah, we have some too, but everyone has a different opinion because it's not like so science-based. Like the best position to sleep in. Yeah. I grew up with a Cairo because I've always had back pain and, and she said on your side, body pillow between your legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's but basically what sense. I do with, with multiple pillows. Yeah, me too, but some say on your back now, whatever, either way. I used to be a big side sleeper, but now I'm a straight up back sleeper now. I'm, I don't I'm know trying what happened, to, I, I changed. I try to go back sleep and it I does help back my back. To the side. Yeah, but- if you're on your side and you have some shoulders on you, where do you put your arm? Because that shit always falls asleep. Mm, oh, dude, I used to have that big problem with that. I wake up in the middle of the night, just panicking, just swinging my yeah. arm. <laughs> Is this ever going to come back? Yeah. Is my yeah. ever going to come back? Yeah, or you, if you have to pee in the middle of the night and your left arm, you're on your left side, ladies and gentlemen, for our audio listeners, and your left arm falls asleep, you can't get out of bed. Dude, no. It's, you it's, literally can't roll out of bed because you can't stiff arm yourself up. Is this permanent? Yeah, That's yeah. The first time yeah, it's very oh, scary. This is never. I'm never going to get circulation back in my arms. This is, I'm now. I have no arms because, like, if you're sitting, like, I get it in the podcast sometimes, but I get the tingles. Like, uh, all right, my legs falling asleep. When you're sleeping, you're probably in that position for like six hours. Your arms oh, dead. There's no blood yeah. in your. Arm. It's literally dead. But my pillow idea is like a body pillow connected to your top pillow, mm-hmm. like kind of those pregnant-ish lady ones or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except there's a hard tunnel. For your arm to go through. Oh, like they make they make those. I know, but I uh, saw it too. I've had this. I swear, my, my wife had one. They are not comfortable. So I've had this they idea. I swear for twenty five years, soaked in sweat. Yeah, that too, and how they market it's shitty. And then and then it it has to be a good combination of stiff pillow and soft pillow, which they don't do. Like you need a bottom layer of stiff to hold the structural integrity, and then a top layer of soft. But I think they're all really hard. 
I don't know, but something needs to help. Well, we need to do a collab with Jim's uh, uh, cooling system oh. mattress thing. Put it in the circular part of the. I bought that bullshit too. Not an electric one. I bought a non-electric cooling pillow. I'm still sweating my balls off. Uh, what, what about the my pillow? What's that? That's the the my pillow guy. He has the pillow where it's like a bunch of little foam squares. It's supposed to be like the best pillow. That sounds good in the world. According to that guy, I, I like I. I'm really <laughs> into my addict to CEO. I'm really into my sleep. Like I have a forty five dollar therapeutic thera ther, whatever eye mask. Uh, okay. I spend extra dollars on my shades to keep it nice and dark. I only run my AC at night, and it's like a refrigerator. Yeah, I have to. I have to be cool room like seventy five. Yeah. In my room, top seventy five is uh, way too hot for me. Really, seventy five for me is like money. I'm large, you know. I'm a little fat right now. Yeah. Every every ten pounds I gain, you gotta go like five degrees cooler. <laughs> so like, a, yeah, when I'm in okay shape, maybe I can do seventy. Yeah, right now we're like sixty eight. I, I hate to mention the name of this company because like they they sent me a thing about affiliate program, and then some weird thing happened with that, and I don't know. Like, it was like a weird spin-off name and then there was a email bounce and whatever it's like fuck it i'm just i'm not i'm not gonna pursue that at the moment until i have more time uh but anyway though it it's it's crazy because i we don't have an air conditioner back there that currently works our, our heat pump died a few years ago i mean it works but it blows smoke so that's not really a good that's not really working I yeah. Guess. Oh, yeah and it's holding off until we remodel back there and this thing you can set it at like the last couple of days have been cold. I mean, hot, mm-hmm. and so I've been setting it at like sixty six. Yeah, and it feels so good. And the surface that I'm sleeping on is sixty six, and I can put a blanket up over me without um, dying. I like, think that's the thing. Pig. Yeah. I have to have I a like blanket. One leg out. I'm like a one leg out kind of guy. Yeah, the, your your leg is your radiator. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. All those memes are going out like. Uh, I got to sleep with one leg out. I don't give a fuck anymore if monsters snag me or something. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one leg out. Head, on the back now, one leg out. This is kind of my new my new move. I, I will sometimes finish the night on my back. Yeah. And because I have sleep apnea, I'm on a, a CPAP, so mm-hmm. I can be, like, I can pull the cover totally up over my mm-hmm. head. That's mm-hmm. kind of nice. And that is totally nice. My wife's like a stomach sleeper. I can't not do that. I used I to. Do no that. way. That fucks up I your back to, and your shoulder. I feel terrible. Like, I just feel like I, I need to move. Like, I feel panicked. Years and years ago when I had a waterbed, I could sleep on my back. Water what beds. was a water? <laughs> water beds. Man. What was the idea? Like, I get it was like kind of an eighties thing or whatever, but like, was the idea for it to be comfortable, to it's be cool, to your body, yeah, right? healthy, yeah. healthy, yeah, yeah. Theoretically, it was yeah. supposed to contour yeah. to your body. It didn't really work like that. No, I heard they're terrible for your back. Yeah, they also <laughs> make sex weird. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine. And they're, and they're also just not very comfortable. Yeah, yeah I've never not. even been on one. I don't remember, think. like my, our neighbors. Parent, like when we were growing up, like uh, the the family we'd always hang out with, like their parents had like the water bed, yeah. And like we would like because it was so even weird then, like yeah. we like go sit on it, like oh this is kind of fun for like a kid. And, like I could never sleep on that. I don't know. No, I need my shit rock hard. I, you know, so surprisingly comfortable is like a uh, is like an air mattress. Oh, they can be comfortable because you can pump the fuck. Get out a nice. They're one. not bad. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I got it when I was a kid because my allergies were so bad. Like, oh, really? and, oh and that makes mattresses sense. yeah retain a lot, and I need it's like all new pillows and foam pillows instead yeah. of down pillows <laughs> and all we, that stuff. When we first moved to our uh, our first house uh, out here, we bought like a nice bed, like our like first like nice bed, and it's like a hybrid, so it's like half box spring, like quality box spring, yeah, and mm-hmm. then the other top half is like a uh, Tempur-Pedic. Style. I think that's what mine is. It's like a hybrid. It's like mm-hmm. right in the and it's it's amazing 
love it. Like if I get out of bed or she gets out of bed, you don't even feel the other person yeah, yeah. getting out of bed, but it still has like the box spring. So it's like, I, mean, I guess more cost efficient. It wasn't like as expensive as like a full on Tempur-Pedic, but it's like, it's, I wouldn't even know there was a box spring under there. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. Or I half, think mine's like spring that. or whatever. I think mine's like that. We just have the big foam pad on top of a regular like pillow top mattress that's, fuck, it's probably 12 years old now, honestly. Yeah. And uh, maybe longer than that. It could be 50. I don't know. Mattresses are difficult to dispose of in the waste stream. Oh, no. You just dump it on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. Go down to uh, Scott Road out in yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in my neighborhood, it's the it's the turn of uh, of Elvis oh, yeah. off of Folsom yeah. there. Yeah. People yeah. just dump shit all there, there yeah. all the time. It's a good spot. Yeah. That'll, um, get, that'll get taken up by uh, the local... Uh, local campers uh, campers out yeah. There. yeah there's oh like a nice God. little white van that's always out there uh, that parks like in the trees you know, they'll, uh, they'll snag yeah. it up yeah yeah so anyway though we we got this like costco uh memory foam pad and it is great for comfort but the problem was that it just retains so much heat yeah and so this thing solves that problem like it's not hot anymore i don't wake up sweating yeah. like a pig Sleeping so that. important, you know. We spend, you know, I'm I'm 32, you're 32, right? Yeah, about to so be 33. Like, we've been asleep for eight years of our life. Oh, yeah. So like, you know, think about that. You know what I do love eight is years I'd like life, to sleep, sleep the next eight years of my life and not be any older when I wake up. That'd be nice. Possible. <laughs> the, all the uh, all like the grind, murder, kill entrepreneurs of the last 10 years. I love to see the trend because I'm petty. Mm-hmm. I love to see their trend over the last like two years talking about sleep. Because uh, like yeah. the previous the eight wave, years, the sleep wave. Yeah, the previous eight years, you're like, get up at four, or you're a pussy, and you ain't gonna be successful like me. Sleep three hours is all you need. Yeah, grab coffee, get on your jet, and head to meetings. What are you doing? I've already done eight business meetings, and you're sleeping in. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, I've said it forever too. Like, this is the one thing I can like hang my like. I've said like I'm more efficient when I sleep eight hours in one hour than you petty ass bitches waking up at three thirty doing nothing. You're 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 cloudy brained. Yeah. And you're getting nothing done. You're just awake to be awake. Yeah. Like, fuck you. And your workout sucks, Dwayne Johnson, at 3 a.m. Yeah. Like, if you slept a little, drink less tequila, slept a little more, you'd probably yeah. be working out way better. Well, yeah. Well, and also, he's just on so much steroids. It's unbelievable. So, like, <laughs> not he's to the world, get though. Gains no matter what. How's that crazy? The world still don't know or, or doesn't care? I, I think they don't know. I, you know, I just, yeah, it's hard to watch sometimes. Or Thor? Yeah. They they just uh, wrapped up the new Thor. Oh, yeah, he looks oh, he looks jacked. He looks gigantic. Yeah. His arms are IFBB arms. Yeah. He's gigantic. Yeah. It's Currently. so stupid. And I don't think he's short. I think he's like six two, six three. Like he's a fucking tank. Well, Hollywood is like Hollywood in general is just like one giant steroid cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're all look at like even like uh, what's his name from uh, Batman? Uh, not uh, Ben Affleck, but he was probably on some sauce too for when he did oh the, uh, the vampire. The other the other one, uh, Chris not Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. Like, that guy's been on and off sauce how many times? You know the one I don't think was me and uh, Dan were just watching it this weekend is Bane. I don't think Hardy was on anything. You, he didn't look that good. Go rewatch it. You can it. get dirty, bulky. Like he was kind of dirty, bulky. You can, yeah, you can do that. He looked kind of trendy for that uh, uh, maybe Warrior I, movie that he did. Oh, maybe uh, maybe yeah. Warrior, but in in Bane, he he like turned around and I remember seeing it in like high school, I guess, right? We were probably like seniors or freshmen in college. I, I remember that. I'm like, oh my god, he is so jacked. And it's then also I, like what five eight. I know I'm doing he's, he's I've heard five he's like eight, yeah. I've heard he's like five six. And yeah. then he, he listed turns, at five eight. Yeah, and then he turns in that thing and he, he doesn't really even have traps. He kinda has turtle posture, mm-hmm. no, but it's not it's like, like he's all like Warrior, he was pretty nuts. Yeah. If you um, look too close though in that movie, if you look too close, you just see all the makeup like 
pillowing up and yeah, covering yeah. up all of his tattoos like yeah. on his body. Yeah, yeah. His skin looks weird. It looks which weird because it's just, it's just caked in makeup. Yeah. This is why uh, Mark Wahlberg got his tattoos removed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, did he get like it, laser on it? Yeah, because if you look at, um, damn, what's that? Perfect Storm. Yeah. Perfect Storm was the movie that, that he had to have body makeup over all the tattoos. Well, we spent and an extra four would, hours before shooting that to get there to cover all that shit yeah, up. Yeah, and, so and then sometime after that was like, oh, I need to get rid of these. What's his name, too? The co- the comedian that was dating the uh, pop star. Uh, uh, he's on SNL. Pete. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was talking about Davidson. getting all he was getting all of his like hand tats removed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of like, it's just been pain in the ass for like, I watched, makeup like, uh, and stuff. I watched the little movie based on like loosely based on his life. Oh, yeah, King of Long Island or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, this is whatever. Yeah. I also think he's not that funny. So I want to like him. You know, I, I think the thing I is, think I want cool. it. I, I don't even like him. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I'm the same way with that other comedian that does like that. Did that like those old one minute man shows like on? Oh, uh, Schultz. Schultz. Schultz is all right. I just, I, I think his stand up is not very good. I haven't seen it, uh, and it's hard to tell with all comedians nowadays. I feel like, and maybe this is again me being like judgmental, but I feel like uh, Schultz's Instagrams were so clean. Yeah. That like maybe he wrote a good amount of it, but he's got writers. Yeah. Like yeah. I could deliver like it's a that. Team. Yeah, you give me that script, I could deliver just like that um or stand up maybe uh, i think more you do have right credits his team a lot though for that's good then too. uh because uh. yeah i've never seen his stand up but i don't know if he's funny but he was so good on those he was so quick i think the uh i think podcasting has done a lot of good for comedians but then also you end up starting to pick a side of like what part of that person you like do you like yeah. the podcast yeah, comedian yeah. or do you like their stand-up i don't love rogan's stand-up i don't really like any of my favorite comedians stand up very much compared to their their podcasting is yeah. so much better but like i know that they have to hit certain points to sell tickets and to appeal to a ma- bigger audience they can't get as crazy and wild yeah and like, they think of themselves as comedians it's kind of like us really we're like i'm a coach lifter podcaster even though i like podcasting more and if i could but i i wasn't like We've never had like notoriety. I I don't know how to say it. You have notoriety because of your podcast, but Mm -hmm. people don't know us as podcasters. People know us as like fitness folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's kind of like the same with the comedians. Like, yeah, Rogan's a podcaster, but even still, he claims comedian, and so does everyone else. Yeah, I mean, that's just like his whole thing. Yeah, that's how he became who he was. On that same note, I was watching uh, Tom Segura stand up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I like him. Yeah, I like to hear him talk, and I think he's funny, and he's witty, and he has good conversations. And then I watch his stand up, I'm like, yeah. You go watch some fucking. I was uh, one of my first dark, dark places was like seventeen, eighteen, and I guess maybe first time I dealt with depression. I started watching just an insane amount of stand up, trying to shake myself because I didn't know what you don't know what yeah, the hell was going on at seventeen. Escape, yeah, yeah. Dude, Eddie Mur, like the old Eddie Murphys. They just don't do comedy. The like old anymore. Chris well, Rocks, just absolutely insane. It's the it's the well. I think what's also hurting stand up is like the cancel culture stuff, yeah. right? It's just destroying like stand-up comedy. You can't really say and can't be like, yeah. you can't just be funny anymore without people taking it too serious. We just had uh, Lisa Lampanelli on the last podcast and she was like the first one to come up with that. And she said it and I was like, yeah, I agree. I was like, your job is to entertain. Like it should kind of be, say whatever the fuck you want. The only person <laughs> that's still kind of doing that, right? It's like Bill Burr. He just kind of doesn't care. Yeah. Like you can't, can't I'm uncancelable. Like I'll say whatever I want. Yeah. Like what are you going to do? Yeah. It's like his, interesting. His, uh, um, his turn on Star Wars, you know, on Mandalorian. He's like, it was awesome. I just did what they told me to do, and like, I'm. It's cool. And if I come back, that's cool. If I don't come back, that's cool too. It's honestly, it's 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 so it's almost shocking that they even considered putting him on there. Yeah, and he's, he's really good. Yeah, no, yeah. he's great. Yeah, and his and his role was great. In Mandalorian. It was awesome. Like I think he delivered well. I think he like he fit the vibe of right. of the of the show. 
and it's it's just it's just because Star Wars has become like so PC, like you know, like covering all bases. Yeah, and, you know, it's like I'm shocked that they would take a risk like that. Right, because they're the- very like they're very calculated with like minimizing risk for and sure. I think any kind of backlash. So I was shocked to see him on there, but I was also like relieved to see them like giving somebody like that, just like who is talented letting them do their thing. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear a lot of backlash. You heard more backlash about stupid Elon going on SNL. Yeah, yeah well, Gina Carano got totally canceled. Uh, off Star Wars well, they, because... Then they canceled her entire series. Yeah, yeah. they canceled. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was going to have her own show. Yeah, on, uh, yeah, yeah, on, on that. Disney Plus, yeah, gone. gone. Well, I feel like this about, um, about cancel culture now, I think it happens too fast and doesn't last long hmm. enough. Well, because no one, I think, really is uh, after the issues. They're more no. just like... So it, yeah. if it, it, we we should cancel the people who really need to be canceled, 100%. and and we shouldn't preemptively cancel people who who have a little bit of shade on them from something that happened, ten years something ago, they yeah. said, or ten years ago, or whatever. They're people who need to be canceled long term, which actually gets us around to this film. Yo, what's up with our boy Jared? <laughs> oh man, bro. So after that, I then googled. Just, yeah, okay. I googled Jared. And I was telling Kyle this just before. I, I'm looking around and nothing really comes up. Just subway stuff. And I'm like, really? what are they fucking hiding? Like, wasn't he straight convicted? Yeah. Like they oh, found I think he tapes. Did time, right? They found yeah. tapes still on in jail. No, no. Uh, I don't know. They found tapes. I don't know. Though. I think he might still be in jail. I don't know how that. Yeah, I don't know. They how found that tapes. Down. I think he did interviews admitting how he groomed young people. Well, and then, and yeah. you Google it and barely anything pops up. They say Jared from Subway. Is then, Jared from Subway still in jail? Oh, I, that's nice. It's, Search and then it makes it even worse in hindsight, obviously, that he's it, hanging out with a bunch of kids dude, in the in movie. That, in that movie, dude, that's what I was just gonna say. It's that was so, so gross. Yeah, to see him talking to the, it just like you just when you have that information, uh, you see that, and you're like, oh, this is this is fucked up. The whole movie's kind of gross. The movie's gross. Um, I didn't remember how gross it was. Yeah, we're talking about Super Size Me. In case you didn't get that from the title or anything else that we're we're talking about here. Uh, Jared is like figures prominently. He's sort of the through line. He's sort of the beginning and the end of this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a couple things, right? So we got a little choppy with that. It wasn't yeah. like super yeah. smooth. No, but they they do. They mention him a lot as kind of like the the golden string, the sea line. Yeah. The 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 main one is this dude's eating thirty days, three meals a day, McDonald's only, and measuring his health, which we'll dig into that propaganda. And then the other line. Which I forgot about. I don't know the last time I saw this, but it was a while ago. The other line was the two uh, girls suing McDonald's. Yeah, right? those are kind of the three stories that were. Which was like shaking. not even really a story. There was like updates, like right? Small, yeah. little, quick little updates. I think right? he just couldn't get the info. I guess so they didn't yeah. make it a real story. Yeah. But yeah, they just keep kind of saying it like they're it, still suing them. And that, yeah, yeah, that that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a through line. I mean, think about it. This movie is supposed to be a little bit over a month. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the yeah. timeline is supposed to be a little bit over a month. So using that just kind of scaffold the story. Yeah. Like a, a through line. But um, I just like to say up front, this movie sucks. <laughs> it's really bad, and it and it makes me crazy. Is it the biggest nutrition movie? It has to be, right? Like it's uh, huge, almost without a doubt. Yeah. I hate De- that. At least definitely by like name recognition. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what else? I guess what else is there? Yeah. No, Besides this is maybe the one. the one about uh, uh, what was that big one that came out like a. Five or years ago, maybe less. Not uh, Game Changers. Maybe that one. Yeah, I think the vegan the one. Yeah. Of years, yeah, that yeah. got because uh, that had Arnold behind it. Yeah, forks, so, forks over knives. True. Um, I have you know, honestly haven't heard that one. I've heard uh, of it, never seen it. Yeah, the um, the, the director of West Side versus the World was the editor on. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it, he's a good friend, and he's 
actually believes it absolutely believes that like vegetarian veganism kind of has its place. Sure. Everything has its fucking place. But, but yeah. So what I hate and I guess maybe this movie set the precedent for the rest of them because it is the biggest quote unquote or at least our opinion uh, nutritionish video is yeah. that there's so so much propaganda and like it's so blatant. Yeah. Like he's measuring his health, right? Like that's the number one story. And he even says, like, I walk a lot. I live in New York. The average New Yorker walks 10 miles. I'm just going to stop walking. He's, oh, He's cooking the books a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Weird, dude. Weird your health got worse when you just stopped walking. Was he also, like, traveling the U.S.? I think just for random interviews, yeah. Because yeah. he went to Texas, but he doesn't really say why. And then he went to, like, the, what, Illinois at one point? Yeah, he I would really be willing why. to bet that all of that did not happen in a month. Uh, probably, yeah. Because there's so much intellectual dishonesty in this film that I don't trust the timeline. Yeah. And uh, right cuz uh, and again like that's, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The the whole thing and Jim said it like cuz you watched what last week. You yeah. said it in passing to me. We we try not to talk about it a lot because we're obviously going to talk about it live on air. I always wait until like the day before we do this. Yeah, that, so I watched I'm, it last like, night. I'm fresh on yeah. and like I don't forget anything. I couldn't bear to watch it again. Come yeah, on. Jim Jim's like that <laughs> thing sucked and in my head I didn't get defensive but I was like I didn't think it was that bad and then I rewatched it. I'm like this is the bad YouTube video. Yeah. Like I could literally film it Organize I, I didn't it. think it had much of a budget. So yeah, but even still, you literally when did it come out? Two thousand ten ish. How much money is this movie? Or a little bit older. Oh, no, uh, two thousand four. Okay, so all right. But even still, though, like I feel like you could do a better YouTube video in two thousand four. Like Maybe better production, so. pure production. Maybe so. Well, he did like he's like fucking vlogging, and it's like down by his crotch, and he's looking down. Like just fucking hold the camera up. But, like just like vlog one oh one. Don't put it down by your crotch. And that's to every Instagram. A lot of you are my <laughs> friends out there too. When you guys are doing fucking Q and A's and you're showing your triple chin, what are you fucking doing? I'm not taking a hundred photos to like post my best lighting or whatever. Like I'm not that guy. But there is some basic shit where if you're doing a Q&A and you're answering a question, why is it like down 45 degree angle from your right eye? Just lift the fucking camera up at least uh, eye level. Like what do you, people with hundreds of thousands of followers that do this for a quote unquote living. Get a tripod. Do Get a small tabletop tripod. Even just your hand. Like you're <laughs> so bad. You're so bad. And I'm not the king of vlogs and I'm not the best content creator ever, but there's some basic things that you should just know. Yeah. And that's I, one of them. I would agree with you. This movie, according to uh, IMDb, $65,000 budget grossed $11.5 million dollars. Twenty uh, in the U.S. and Canada, over twenty million uh, yeah. worldwide. And I'm in the wrong business. I would just tell you that that the um, documentary that I was tangentially involved in that started filming in oh say oh five oh six was highly inspired by this movie as well as the um, um, Michael Moore yeah. films. And this guy loved that movie. Yeah. And and it is almost about the same level of intellectual dishonesty. You, to be honest, do you yeah. think you could make that movie without that budget today? If we started today, no, we I could, could probably film that. We no. could probably film that so cheap for for what, including food cost, yeah, five thousand dollars. Yeah, I was gonna if say you, ten. If you grand. don't have to buy the equipment, if you already have the equipment, if yeah, you already yeah, have the equipment, buying, buying, but even still, grand. like they, you can rent equipment. Like I'd say ten grand if we wanted to travel and get and some make it sick look like really nice and like oh, nice, really nice. good editing with one hundred percent graphic infographic pop ups. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, with Fiverr, you yeah. could get a sick infographic for ten bucks. Yeah, you can have someone. Edit. We've done videos uh, through CK with yeah. uh, with like people on uh, 
on Fiverr and they yeah. make like the dopest like YouTube pop up one hundred percent. No, it's like so crazy. There's YouTube videos that, and, and it obviously it comes down to personal preference at some point, but so, so much better produced than this, and they're one man shows. Yeah. Well, if you think this one looked amateurish, um, the response video that came up or um, documentary that was in is that 2009, he, Fathead. Yeah. Oh lord. That's where he loses weight uh, eating McDonald's every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, I, I think, the concept there. Is l- much less propaganda eyes. I haven't. I, I think I saw this once a long time ago. You would think the idea, no, just the, the idea, idea, the yeah, basic yeah, idea. Yeah, yes, yeah. If, if you the propaganda free version of I this know. is what Jordan Syatt did sure. in 2019. He On ate a big, just a Big Mac a day, and he lost like seven pounds in the course of a of a month. Or even just With maintain no other food. No, uh, no, no, he, he, he just ate, counted his macros. Yeah, he yeah. was just okay. he was yeah. he, he yeah. was in a calorie yeah. deficit the whole yeah. time. I think right. basically to, to kind of f you to these two that are just so. But, f- that, but it's, it's it's pretty different though, right? This guy was eating it for three meals a day, including all the sodas. And I, juices. Yeah. Like, so like even that, I would love to do and just like keep my health fine, work out the same. You go diet coke and like little things. You go diet coke instead. No, no sauce on the on the Big Mac. No yeah, spread. you go you no mayo. Cut yeah. off like four hundred calories right there. Yeah. No, no, don't put the ranch on the salad. You, you'll lose four hundred calories. Or, or little tricks that like it's kind of a meathead trick, but you don't put your salad dressing on your salad. You dip your fork in the salad dressing and then you take a bite of the salad. Like so, you get such minimal residue on the fork, but you still taste it. Like just little life hacks that don't fuck shit up. Like that's how I eat now. Yesterday I ate out twice. I ate in and out in Chick Fil A, and I'm I'm down five pounds in the last three weeks. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like it's so normal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but they make it seem like it's this fucking El Diablo. Well, the the theory behind this movie is that America got fat because we started eating fast food, which is trash too. Food. Be, no, it's the issue is that we started overeating stuff Just and, in general and yeah. like uh, sure. You know, uh, and Lane likes to say hyperpalatable food. So people just keep eating and eating and eating. But you can point to anything. I could say that um, Ford Motors made America fat. I could say refrigeration and GE made America fat. And those I are would all. say that horses made America fat because yeah. people rode the horses yeah. instead and you, of walking. And you can root it all down, and those are all a factor for sure. If we had to walk or ride my bike, I ride my bike everywhere. And that's part of why I just started to lose five to ten pounds because wintertime I don't ride my bike. Summertime I ride my bike as my main transport. I lose weight. Wow. If we didn't drive so much, you lose weight. If you just walk casually and drive, you lose weight. If we don't have the excess of refrigeration where we just have huge pieces of pizza from Saturday sitting in our fridge for ten days that we nibble on, you lose weight. Right? Like if you have to cook your meal every day. And even even if you're cooking burgers and bacon and cheese and you can still lose weight. I'm, it's not that hard. I'm not convinced that if he just... Well, I, that's not the right way to put this. I think that if he just included his normal walking routine... Yeah, it would be minimal. In the, in the, throughout the documentary, he would have not gained any weight. Right. Because he went from... He gained about, what, a pound a day? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So eating McDonald's three meals a day, which seems like not that much weight. Right. But like he also probably had a decent metabolism, I'm guessing, because he was kind of a lean... He's kind of yeah. a skinny guy. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, you literally cut out let's say on an average five miles of cardio a day out of your routine. Yeah. And then you gained about a pound a day over the course of 30 days. 100%. And like that could have been just from that alone. My uh, high school basketball coach, one of my first mentors, super into fitness and just a healthy dude. Um, 
played some pro baseball, just been like athletics his whole life. Um, and he always used to tell me, and I didn't get it then as much, but he always said he's like, exercise is way more important than nutrition. And then you first dive into the fitness industry, or like I did, and everyone says like kitchen this and abs are in the kitchen. And, and some of that is true, but I do agree for like general health and like life that exercise over nutrition. Like everyone says like, you can't outwork a bad diet. Well, like, yeah, if you're eating Ben and Jerry's eight times a day, you're not going to out jog those calories. But I agree with Dean 100% that if you are even semi, oh shit, even semi moderate yeah, with your lifestyle or consistent even, it mm-hmm. doesn't even have to be moderate because no one, no one does that. No one goes if five pints of Ben and Jerry's seven days a week. You right. They'll eat like kind of McDonald's and kind of whatever, and then they'll go binge on a Friday, and then they'll kind of kind of right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even if you're just consistent, but you exercise, and you don't have to exercise like fucking Mike Tyson or anything. You're going, you're going walks. You walk a little bit. Maybe you have a resistance lifting day. Maybe you do some yoga. Maybe you play with your dog a little bit more than it's not you're just the couch. Or whatever. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Anything that's a semi-active lifestyle, and golf's a great example. Like something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's why I like my bike. I like. I hate cardio. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go for a jog, mm-hmm. but I like riding my bike around town in a and sunny also day. It's like your commute because you're you know living in a city. One hundred percent. I get some fresh air, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and it's something that I can do every day forever. Mm-hmm. It's not doing heel sprints till I die mm-hmm. and then you're like that sucked I'm not doing that again I 100% think that McDonald's and whatever is fine even the nutritionist right they interview the nutritionist like 70% of nutritionists say that you should never eat this stuff I'm like fuck you yeah you fuck can, you it's not it's all about everything's in moderation of course if you eat fast food every day and you don't exercise you're gonna gain some weight yeah and on what's not basis? like rocket science what's the basis because then like if you're talking like pure like science like essentials then mm. the, like should you ever have alcohol and then yeah nutritionists would say no like we don't need alcohol sure but like that's not the converse that's not the applicable conversation we're not reading a textbook like does a human need vodka to survive of course not does a human need mcdonald's to live a healthy life of course not but like an applicable way to live life that doesn't stress yourself out. And that's kind of where the evolution of nutrition talk in our world has come to is the stress of you having an internal battle day in and day out of not eating nuggets less healthy than you just eating some nuggets. Yeah. Which gets us back to if it fits your macros and kind of, yeah. yeah, Like, like just having no guilt about that, which that's the biggest issue here, right? Is guilt. And uh, that's what Jordan was trying to do with his, his documentary. Yeah. You know, the, the 30 days of Big Macs. Right. Or when I go to In-N-Out, I don't get fries. And if I if I want, I get two burgers. And if I only want, I do one burger, and maybe I'll get an ice cream cone. Or like, that's like, balance doesn't mean like I eat an apple and then I eat a cookie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of like... Yeah, s- skip the bun, not because you're afraid of carbs, but yeah. just because... It's less calories. People made fun of me it's for doing the Diet Coke calories. deal, right? Like, hey, yeah, I'll take two two burgers, a fries, and a Diet and Coke. A Diet like, Coke. ha, 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 why don't you just do it? Fuck you. That's no, how, that's because how, I don't want to drink an extra 300 calories. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying like, no to those calories. It tastes it's, just as good, if not better. I actually prefer diets. So. I do too now. And like, yeah, that's not a huge deal. Or same thing. I would go, I'll go bun, listen, in and out, and go fries. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't think carbs are like, going to kill me, but it's just like monitoring it a little bit. Mm. Well, I'm pretty sure, Um, I've, I think I've seen this on, you know, TV or like on Sports Center or some shit. Anyways, Ocho Cinco, Chad Ocho Cinco, yeah. he eats a Big Mac every day. Oh, I'm, no, he's a huge McDonald's like, guy. Like he's like literally goes to McDonald's. Like it was like maybe not every day, but like he eats a McDonald's and has a Big Mac like 
pretty regularly throughout the week in his diet. Just like last week. He's one week, of the most athletic people on this planet that we've ever seen. Yeah. So it, it's like. He was talking know. shit on Twitter just last week. Someone said like uh, humans would be better without McDonald's. Fuck, I should have screenshot that. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Said something about McDonald's. Like McDonald's who just disappear something. And Osha's like, I got an issue with this or yeah, something. Yeah, because he literally, <laughs> like I remember seeing it somewhere. It's just kind of one of those things you hear. Yeah. If you're like paying attention to sports or whatever. It's like, yeah, he eats a Big Mac every day. Yeah, it's part of his part of his thing. Is it the most nutritious thing you're going to have? Fuck no. Is it going to kill you? Fuck no. No. Uh, yeah. The the thing is that like, this goes back to the whole the whole premise of the movie that fast food is supposed to be terrible for you, and they what they counter that with is Subway. Yeah. Or That's like like yeah. Subway's or, healthy. Or his yeah. girlfriend's like vegan yeah. stuff. His girlfriend who he just he married and then they got a divorce and there's a. There's like a line somewhere of quote from him saying, "Shout out to my ex-wife's um, uh, medical insurance for oh, no. getting me healthy again." It's like, dude, yeah. what the fuck? Well, that's like, like that's like douchey times two. You also you know what I mean? barely gained any weight. Yeah, you like got you had like a little bit of a slumber, and they say afterwards, right? Like it took him. And this this stuff, uh, uh, I don't know about the timeline. I am kind of sketchy, like Jim. Like I don't know what the fuck they're actually doing with the timeline, but. This is what I tell people with strength and fitness too. Like it took him four weeks to gain about twenty five pounds, right? Mm -hmm. And it took him six weeks to lose it. I'm like, yeah, that's how it goes. That's to to lose strength. I, I, you know, I took like you you take like three six weeks off strength. It'll take you another six to twelve weeks to get your strength back. Like that's just how it goes. And so like some of that timeline works, but the vegan shit. What I don't like is they just claim it healthy. Vegan's healthy. Like you, you, you make a quesadilla. With all this sour cream or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, It it could be way worse than McDonald's. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And same thing with home-cooked meals. Like, if your parents know how to cook, I was lucky enough my mom cooked awesome. Like a lean meat or a meat and a veggie and a rice, and boom, we had that every night. But some people are just doing like a hamburger helper or whatever. the Like, that's healthier because it's made at home? Like, that's the same shit. Yeah, no, there's no difference. And and Even like back to like those, like when they're talking about like the school meals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Some of those school meals, though, I was like, Man, like I remember in high school, like going up to the line and getting nacho cheese fries and a slice of pizza. And I'm like, man, like, yeah, it was good. And yeah, it was fun. Maybe this is me just being older and more educated. Like, but like, that's not what they should have been giving us to eat at at, at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's the key. Like, that's not ideal. I think that's the key to the whole thing in that. That one interview was kind of cringing. He didn't push that hard. He just kind of played dumb when he was talking to like the food lady at the school. Yeah. Um, Is that all of it is based on education. And that's where they kind of touched it at the end where I started to agree. He started to try to find the nutritional facts at McDonald's, which uh, might be a national law now, but I know that like, all has to be listed. Like you yeah. want to drive through menu. Yeah. Actually, by the way, I did celebrate this podcast this morning by getting a Fuck. egg McMuffin. I should have. At uh, nine o'clock this morning after mine and Danny's uh, little like coffee meeting we had yeah. this morning. I swung into the drive through line. They're good. I got an egg McMuffin to celebrate today. They it are was, good. It was delicious and you can get like an egg white one now and obviously things evolved and i think i actually do think this video probably or this movie probably caused some decent change like who knows that nutritional stuff might have helped like a lot of people talked about it, this movie it, it, yeah but i mean to me it's kind of a social engineering thing number one yeah you know, like trying to it, let's not tell the absolute truth let's tell a story that affects behavior sure that's an entirely different thing yeah yeah you, are you telling the truth or are you telling a story? They're yeah. telling a story here. And, and in most, most documentaries, that's true. They're telling right. a story. Because you have to, right, to get, to catch the audience. And that's obviously like where all our stuff kind of like 
quote unquote falls short. Like YouTube's the same thing, right? Yeah. Like get the hot girlfriend, get the Ferrari, get the million dollars, and that's how you vlog. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna vlog that. I don't believe in that. I'm not gonna go lease a Ferrari just for shits and gigs. It's to all. Get more it's views. all a show. It's it all has to be. It has to be. But what they started to tap into, even though they should have just dove in, is the educational factor of it all. Like nutrition it came for in kids. Too little, too late. Yeah. Like yeah. the nutritional facts on the wall. All right, that's a piece. But like he's interviewing all these grown ass people in New York, and they're like, "What's a calorie?" No one can answer the fuck a calorie is. Yeah. Like just that alone. And that's where I do kind of like, I'm happy I I tried all these bullshit diets in my early 20s because they did teach me about reading labels. Mm. Like I had a nutrition class. I went to a college, a couple college courses on nutrition and sports Mm. performance and stuff. But until you start to apply it to your life, like I did a keto thing and then you start to read. I know how much carbs are in every meal on the planet now because Mm. of that. Like I'm not a huge keto guy. I don't think it's the end all be all, but Mm. it taught me how to read labels really well and understand calories and portions. And and until you uh, uh, track your macros religiously, until you start to weigh out portions, until you take cinnamon toast crunch and pour out a serving and Mm. see what that looks like, you don't know. And the one nutritionist touched on that. She's like, oh, like a serving of meat is this. And most people don't know. And you go to a steakhouse and, but just because a serving of meat, it's just still propaganda. Because she's like, you should only eat this deck of cards size of chicken. Everybody's different. Why couldn't she say like, no, it's okay to eat the large steak you get at Outback or whatever, but it's the balance overall. Just don't or whatever. do it every single day of your life. Right. Yeah. yeah, it can't be three meals a day or whatever. So like they started to get there and 100% with the kids too. Like the kids had no idea. Yeah. You, give, you give your kids 10 bucks at the, the, the cafeteria, of course they're going to buy chips and soda. If you don't buy weed. <laughs> yeah, they didn't dig into that. But and then a, the chips and soda. Yeah. That's the other movie too, though, right? Super high me. Yeah, I saw that. That was. I like, haven't yeah. seen that. I watched one. that like ten years ago yeah. too. It's a, it's it's what you expect. Yeah, you know, <laughs> high the whole time. Uh, Dude's just an excuse to get yeah. extra stoned. And yeah. he was in the Oregon documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. That's his celebrity it's, it's, status. Into like full circle. Doug Benson. This movie was on the shelf. Yeah, in, yeah. in one of the scenes. Yeah, I think that's might have been like. I remember seeing that when we watched the Blockbuster documentary. I was like, oh, there's a supersize me. Yeah, I wonder if one of the producers kind of wiggles through them all or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just... Well, then you had that poor girl um, that was talking to Jared from Subway. That was... uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Poor girl on multiple accounts. Um, uh, She was so misinformed by that Subway is her only escape from being obese. She's like, I can't get skinny because I can't afford Subway. I can't afford to eat Subway three days a week so i guess i'm just gonna be fat the rest of my life how wild that's what she thought right and, and her mom just sat there and didn't know any better either to tell her well no we can just feed you better at home we can make our own sandwiches and <laughs> <laughs> we can get our own bread well so by the way also i'm pretty sure that this is a fact uh, it might be you know 50 percent. yeah no fact, that's good that's but good. that subway either at one point or still cannot call their bread bread because it doesn't contain enough wheat oh. to some other ratio yeah. to be considered like actual bread yeah i believe it so it's got so much sugar and other stuff uh, yeah. in it because it's like the quick rise the quick 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 yeah. bread yeah that it's technically <laughs> not real bread i believe it so i'm sure they're we gross that, but it's it's like it's technically i don't think it's technically bread the but. movie didn't correct the point you're talking about either the girl literally says i can't get skinny because i can't afford subway and then the movie says nothing yeah, they just kind of let it go. Like, it just uh, goes into the next scene. Yeah. Like, why don't they did, say... Did Subway pay for part of this movie? I don't know, because they're so I mean, nasty. well, the $65,000, like, that's not... They could have they yeah. put, a, you know, a bunch of sandwiches together, and that would have been $65,000. I would put my money down that if we could get a lab to test, like, a, ch- a chicken... I've had... And this is all new age, right? This movie's 15 years old. But, like, there's, like, an artisan fucking chicken at McDonald's. 
Yeah. And I always base my fast food preferences on what actually tastes like the meat I'm supposed to be eating. <laughs> like I say in and outs the best burger, and I actually don't think it's the most palatable or whatever, but uh, it tastes like meat. Mm-hmm. Of like a very fast foodie. Talk about Wendy's, Carl's Jr. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh, it tastes like the most like, yeah, realistic. Burger. It tastes like, I think there's Same meat. with like Chick-fil-A and their chicken. Those right? are the two I eat. But the chicken at McDonald's, this new one, is some kind of real meat mm-hmm. where I would definitely put money down that whatever Subway meat they give you is more slime than like McDonald's chicken. Well, they're, they're, uh, the Subway uh, chicken breast Whole. is just uh, an unbreaded nugget with literally painted grill marks on it it's the grossest it's not thing. real grill marks those i used aren't, to those eat aren't that. there that's just edible like <laughs> black uh, and edible uh, coloring all the produce looks like it's been dyed well, no it probably, probably has. has yeah, yeah. It probably has I, like it came out of a star trek replicator yeah, yeah there's no way they they take that in and out every day yeah that's there for weeks yeah I, probably i don't yeah. know it did nothing about it looks real no it's the worst Having i would wait I'll eat a hundred chicken nuggets right now and be a happy camper rather than a Subway sandwich right now. Yeah, I have had I've had bad Subway experiences. So like uh, when we were at Walter Reed years ago um, for um, six weeks or whatever it was, like one of the only things you could get on on base that was quick was uh, was Subway, and it's one of the only things that that my kid Will would eat. And so like we would go to we go get Subway and bring it back to his room. Awful! Oh my god! I could never. I I, I can't ever do it again. I, Not one more Subway sandwich. <laughs> I worked next to when I was in high school and like a little bit, uh, like in like early college. I worked right next to a Subway slash gas station, so like it was oh, yeah, Subway yeah. like three four days a week. Yeah, and like I kind of really start to enjoy the uh, the meatball sub and the yeah. the tuna sub. Oh, tuna, tuna scares me. The tuna's <laughs> fire because it's just straight up mayonnaise. If you like mayonnaise, <laughs> it's really good. A mayo is it really tuna? Is the probably question. not. I, well, would, I don't know. I, don't think so. I, I bet you the money there, right? Because they could just buy the canned shit. Maybe you're more likely to get good tuna than if, good chicken. There, I bet. I think it's as much tuna as the Jack in the Box taco is meat. <laughs> is Mexican? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> you know, it's just like it's no, like it's tuna, even less than that. It's, oh tuna, it's tuna paste. Yeah, you know, uh, another have any texture. Two two ideas it's like bratwurst or a liverwurst, you know. <laughs> two ideas that popped up in my head about this that we need to dive into. I think is um, the the lawsuit because I think the premise of the lawsuit has some validity hiding in there, or at least a discussion to be had about the responsibility of the consumer mm-hmm. and where that lies with kids. Yeah, uh, that's a recent thing that's popped up on Twitch. It's a recent thing that's popped up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you cannot. You're not supposed to, if your content on YouTube is um, directed towards children, anyone under 18, uh, they don't want you running ads on there mm-hmm. uh, because of some national, I think, lawsuit about running ads towards kids. Something of that nature. Yeah, Jim, do you know anything of that? Uh, we can dig into another specific episode. Specific ads or just I ads think, in general? I think it's ads in general. Interesting. Uh, um, because even, and then the argument on television is that ads for like you're watching Superman, the, the ads are actually geared towards parents to buy their kids shit that you're not supposed to advertise to kids. Isn't that a thing? Uh, there are certain things you're not supposed to ad- advertise yeah. directly to kids. I couldn't tell you what they Yeah, are. but there is, and this is like within the last two years, this stuff's all popped up on social media type content, which YouTube's probably the most watched kids thing on the planet. I mean, some kids don't even watch TV. They only no, watch only. Or only. Twitch, or yeah. Uh, and then the other discussion um, 
and 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 even there's different interviews, mini interviews. They don't touch on a lot, but like the responsibility of the consumer is this lawsuit good? Should, the one lady says, "Well, we're not buying salads, but you can choose to buy a fucking salad at McDonald's. That's on you." And mm-hmm. I kind of do agree with that. When you're an adult, that has more calories than the Big Mac. Yeah, that too. Yeah, what she dives into. Okay. And then the other uh, conversation, um, which I think we're gonna have our, our friend Kelly Dean, you're welcome to uh, chat with us next week too, is talking about kind of like the fit shame fat shame conversation and how you approach that. And obviously none of us do because we're just not those type of people to go comment like, hey, you're a fat cow. Mm-hmm. But that is like a thing. Or how do you talk about it? Or what's healthy? Or like clothing or non-clothing or, or supplements? Like all the marketing around that. This movie is top to bottom filled with fat shaming. Every time oh, yeah, he's like eating was, a yeah, burger, they're just like zooming in on oh, fat yeah. people the guy and the guy going to the... Uh, I remember that one scene, the guy going to the... Uh, the uh, microwave behind him. Yeah. That would he just kind of like gave like a look to the camera. Yeah. Like, look at this huge man behind me kind of It's look. so weird. Yeah, it it, it, how they do it is so weird. You I couldn't I, do that. They, that wouldn't have flew past the radar. Not even in, close. Uh, today's and then and, and then like half of the B-roll is just like filming fat people in public. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the grocery store. Yeah, like, it's it just kind of yeah. weird how they do it. And, and that's and, not even my stance on the whole topic. No, no, for sure. But it's just weird how they do it. Yeah. And the impact, the implied impact on his health, like his fucking yeah. panic attack, go trip to the yeah. ER. Like and, my chest is real and, heavy. And and, <laughs> and and his his like his liver enzymes being fucked up. The guy was an alcoholic the whole time. When he talks, oh, okay. like, like I didn't know th- that. That's why if you go, uh, if you look at the at Fathead, he takes the meals that you see on screen and actually breaks the calories out, that's not 5,000 calories. Well, that goes back to so Dean's point. slamming booze behind, yeah. b- yes. behind the camera. Yes. But that goes that's back to- That's why his liver was pickling. Yes. <laughs> that goes back on to Dean's point that- Because uh, the, the RD or whatever said that he needs 2,500 calories. And that's probably just her dumb calculation. That's probably not I mean, insanely two, accurate. If you're 6'2", that seems and he's like a, a little low. And he's a buck 85. And if he is walking 10 miles a day, maybe that's just resting, right? Yeah. Not the exercise. Yeah. But like you said, so then if he's eating 5,000, Let's say it is all McDonald's five thousand, but you're walking five miles a day. You're going to be yeah, just you said fine. Even sometimes ten. Yeah, you're going to be just fine, yeah. right? And that goes back to that whole thing. Yeah, there's alcohol involved. What the other sus- suspect is that it's like his third meal, and he just starts throwing up. Yeah, that's like, fucking. You're fake, dude. I've eaten, I've eaten fast food three times in one day. You're fine. Didn't throw up. A little tummy ache. Sure. Yeah. yeah. If, when I was young enough, maybe did nothing. No. When I was, I was younger, probably out skating around like no, yeah, running the play- streets, dude. Like I'm playing in the championship basketball game after dude, 20 yeah. nuggies. Yeah. But uh, now, if I do three, four days, yeah, I'd get a tummy ache. Yeah. But I'm, that, it's just, like that that sort of feeling of bloatedness that you sure. just kind of get can't get rid of because yeah. your stomach doesn't know what to do with it yet. Maybe a light. But headache. if you ate like shitty for thirty days, your stomach might calm down and then you would gain weight. You would yeah. totally you would <laughs> totally adjust to it. 100%. Your body would totally accept it and just think of it as normal food. Yeah. And that's what happens to sure people. And that's why they just kind of like there's no. It's like when you first like smoke a cigarette or you first like take a dip, like you have like a you get almost like a high or yeah. something, right? And then like eventually that just doesn't happen anymore but you're addicted to the food or you're addicted to the nicotine or whatever and like your body's not reacting to it like as far as like it feeling like wanting to reject it anymore yeah yeah i go through phases of like cooking at home a bunch or we have a meal prep here and then like eating out a bunch i don't know why it's just like whether it's schedule or budget or one day i'm like all right uh, whatever i need convenience and then mm-hmm. i'll go like a week or two and i eat out ish and i i make better choices than this fool but uh even in those transferred phases that aren't like it's not going from broccoli and chicken at home to Big Mac, supersize, whatever. It's going from like, like last night I had a regular Chick-fil-A sandwich and a Chick-fil-A salad, right? Like pretty normal. And then 
last week I was eating at home and I had like, yeah, steak and some veggies. So mm-hmm. it's like comparable foods, comparable calories. But because it is out to eat and it is probably more sodium or whatever, I go through like a little mini body transfer. Oh, for sure. Where you feel like your energy is a little different. You feel tighter also when you eat like cleaner food. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Feel, even or, if it's mental though, still. But even like, even going back to the clean food, it'll feel like not good for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Like my stomach will be a little weird eating like fresh ass broccoli okay, yeah, or, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like not unhealthy. Yeah. It's just you feel different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can be a little gassier because you're just, you're, right. you're, you're, or whatever. Your gut microbiome is not used to breaking down that stuff because you're not feeding that all the time Mm -hmm. and there's i mean this is a section we should call hearsay science but uh because i've read this but i couldn't cite it but your your gut microbiome changes based on what you eat no 100 adjusts yeah no go back to our episode with uh was it with bagley uh, we talked about biome yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we had a whole episode. Jimmy on Bagley. It. Yeah, and then and then it's, it's who is a surfer boy? I never would have gotten that, that anyway. Going the uh, the only science that's up in the air is how much that effect of your biome radiates through your body. It, we we don't know if it's like chicken before the egg, egg before the chicken deal. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That they're not one hundred percent sure of, but for sure what you eat is going to f- mess with your stomach. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And rolling back to some more hearsay science, we were talking about exercise and how it affects you know, weight loss or weight yeah. gain or whatever. the The issue is really that it will suppress your appetite some sure. if you're if you if you're putting energy into exercise. Yeah, sure. It, but I think, and this is just this here's my agenda. Uh, a lot of people who are overweight they eat to regulate their anxiety. Sure. Or yeah, some other thing that's going on. It's like a trauma response, yeah. Right, right? Well, and yeah. and that's why which, which could stay trauma or turn into a habit. Either way, like you you might not be stress eating all the time, but if you stressed eat for a, 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 or ate for a month, now you just have the habit of eating three burgers at night. Yeah, and uh, and uh, furthermore, that if you tell somebody who's overweight, hey, you need to give up doing this thing. And like, and that's the thing they find that regulates their sure. their 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 mood and like their ability to to move through life without just crushing anxiety or whatever else they've got going on. Well, of course they don't want to do it, and of course it's difficult to 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 make that kind of change. They it needs to be more than just a diet thing. One hundred percent lifestyle change. Right? Well, that yeah. is that is the comparison of like. Like real food addiction, which probably, I don't know what the numbers they're making up, right? They said like 40% of America's fat or whatever, one in four in Texas or whatever the hell those numbers are. I bet one in four of those people are also actually have a food addiction rather than bad habits. And when you're talking something like that, that's like going to an alcoholic and saying, hey, Jim, you're going to have one Budweiser night, not three. Like that's not going to work. Yeah. That's not going to just change, right? Like and a, that's why- You need a program, you need a step program or you need- Right. Some people can do it with- pure willpower but that's a small percentage of people, and even right? those ones like if you're an actual addict and i'm no expert by any means but like that's why addicts don't drink mm-hmm. they don't go like yeah i'll just have one beer with you Dean. like they just don't drink yeah, you just got to cut it all out right and that makes sense and and food is a little bit different because you have to have food you have to find a way to regulate it you can't just say i'm not going to eat eating, yeah. yeah or i'm just going to eat lettuce which is again dumb on his wife's part who's not a re- registered dietitian just like all right we're going to cleanse you with vegan food yeah, and just a ton of juice just packed with sugar, even though your insulin and sugar levels yeah. are skyrocketed. He's going to shit his brains out. more sugar yeah. at you. It just makes no sense. <laughs> Rather than like, and you don't think he's going to go sneak off and eat some nuggets or something. Like, of course he is. He's going to crave that shit forever. Like, But again, why don't we just find that balance? And balance is a hard word and it's a hard thing to understand. Yeah. But uh, that education from this whole thing or propaganda from this whole thing is just so the fuck off. 
Like eat greens, eat salmon only. Like shut the fuck up. And, and even looking at those vegan meals that she was making, we kind of no. said this earlier, yeah. but it's like these were just like just tons of fat and tons of carbohydrates. Yeah. Like that's not any better, any different. You just happen to make it yourself, right? But it's still not healthy, mm-hmm. right? And then and then and then this is one hundred percent like anecdotal, but the type of person that may be vegan, like her, just also doesn't have a big appetite or get. Uh, relief from food so then she's just small or, yeah. or she just has smaller portions yeah. of her, her junk food so then she's just small and then she's like well i'm vegan like yeah shut the fuck or up. might be very active sure also or might, you know it's it's it, so many other things travel along with a particular dietary choice 100 yeah, um a thing that um i'm gonna uh, promo uh, lane's podcast uh, which releases tomorrow with his uh phd advisor it's really interesting episode, but one of the big takeaways from it, I'm just going to spoil it right here, is that uh, the effect of carbohydrates versus fats on your diet yeah. is different if you're in a calorie surplus or you're in a calorie deficit. You're in a calorie deficit, it kind of doesn't matter yeah, yeah. What, the, what that mixture is as long as protein is high enough, but when you're in a... In a um, when you're eating too much, when you're overeating, when you're in a surplus. A little more fat makes you gain fat? No, it's carbs. Interesting. Mm. Because it's hard to eat enough fat. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which it's easy is, to eat carbs like chips and, and Yeah. Which is why which is why ketogenic diets people some people people who have success with ketogenic yeah. diets, it's because they don't eat as much. Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. difficult to yeah, eat enough as many calories as Same idea as like clean eating. Yeah, it's fucking eat, hard to eat 5,000 calories of raw chicken breast and fucking rice. <laughs> Please don't eat raw Not chicken Not raw, breast. like non-sauced. <laughs> Plain. Plain. <laughs> raw. Yeah, or raw. You know, little, There's people that do it. Chicken. That's That's what they need on the fucking documentary is like the raw movement. Oh, people eat raw chicken and raw steak. I, I can't yeah. even think about that. No, that's a, a uh, real that's thing. grosses oh, me out hard. Yeah, that's I, a real I, thing. I had a piece of chicken I was going to throw on my salad for today. I grilled it the other day and the center part of it just didn't get quite Gang. done. I was like, so you go feel like uh, I gotta, I gotta finish this off. The only thing I think about is a uh, golem eating that fucking fish out of the water, you know, and his gums and his teeth. Are oh, but, see, raw but, shit. but we've all eaten raw fish. I know, but not like that. And when I think of eating raw chicken, I think of that just cause golems gross too. I like my chicken medium rare. Yeah. <laughs> people do. It's like the boys who can cook meme page. I don't yeah. know if you guys ever follow that one. Yeah. It's a, uh, there's always people like, making funny like meals like just for instagram it's like just like nicely like laid out like sliced raw chicken yeah it like, looks just, like tuna just, just barely like seared oh yeah. looks like the fancy like, tuna uh, it's like chicken yeah. ahi style yeah, exactly Ugh. yeah People it are- grosses me out um a little bit more um reality check uh subway describes its tuna sandwich as freshly bra- baked bread layered with flaked tuna blended with creamy mayo then topped with your choice of crisp uh, fresh veggies, oh. but it at least uh, it's that's also a fiction, at least partially, according to recent lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern Northern District of California. The complaint alleges the ingredient billed as tuna in the chain sandwiches and wraps contains absolutely no tuna. Well, I oh. wonder what the that's disgusting. My God, I wonder what the percentage is that you have to be to claim it. I don't know. See, this is a, I think this is the same kind of thing I heard about the bread. Yeah, like it's like, it's like yeah, yeah. It has to be like over thirty percent wheat or right. some shit. I, I have that too. So um, yeah, <laughs> Sam is, is Sam is feeding me this stuff. So uh, the answer on the bread is that in Ireland they can't call it bread because it contains too much sugar. Okay. The country's value added tax act of nineteen seventy two says that tax exempt bread 
can't have sugar, fat, and bread in excess of 2% of the weight of flour. In Subway, the sugar takes up 10% of the weight of the flour. How about those Hawaiian rolls? It's five times above the... Acceptable. What, like I don't, a Hawaiian, that tastes sugary to me. Hawaiian so that's, why bread? Those, that's why their bread's so good at Subway, though, because it's just all sugar. Oh, their bread texture is very Hawaiian it, bread texture. It is kind of, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's sugar. Yeah, I don't mind like, Their sourdough tastes like like a donut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It or, does. Yeah. It's just a donut. Yeah. yeah. If you think about it, it's like going to the River Cats game and getting that donut is. burger. Yeah, literally. You guys is. ever had that from there? No, no. I think I've had it at the State Fair. So, yeah. I've seen him. I've never had at one. The, yeah, the River Cats game, you can get a hamburger with like a Krispy Kreme yeah. donut, and it is phenomenal. We did the. Uh, Just don't eat it five days, uh, five days in a row. <laughs> yeah, or five of them. Yeah. <laughs> we did a State Fair. Like a weird food vlog like three, four years ago, and I just got all the craziest. Hell yeah. Yeah, I love that. I always think that the turkey leg is going to be good, and then I bite into it, and I'm so like- So it's kind of dry. Man, this is not good. It, it, it could be, though. Like, it, it could. I think they just don't cook it, it well. It needs like a sauce or something. That's maybe. same with all these junk food concoctions. Like, I like, um, like kind of Disneyland, like kind of does a good, like a little yeah. Dole Whip deal. Like, that's yeah. so basic. Like a little pineapple, mm-hmm. a little vanilla ice cream. It's like, quote unquote, weird. But it's so good. The state fair goes fucking nuts frying everything, and it's just not even good. Yeah, it all just tastes like fried. Yeah, it tastes like a chicken nugget Oreo. Like, yeah. this isn't even good. What, what's the Renaissance fairy kind of, I don't mean fair, I mean fair like <laughs> um, uh, restaurant where they have horses and. Medieval times. Is that Vegas or something? Uh, no, they're kind of, it's a chain. Oh. They're kind of. Have you seen a cable you man? fight in the middle of it. Yeah, right? that's cable yeah, man. There's a they, cable. They cable joust. Guy. Cable guy. <laughs> I just saw that for the first time like last year. Oh, damn. So good. That's a great movie. So good. <laughs> that turkey leg is not bad, but it's yeah. not good either. But yeah, restaurant. Yeah, I mean, turkey is fine. Even turkey, we can go on forever. It's like slightly overrated, but it does look so good when it's spinning on that shit. I cannot eat turkey like sliced, like like a, like a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, and a lot of people don't. No. I I do prime rib on Thanksgiving, dude. I don't mess with prime but ribs, I'll, but I'll eat turkey lunch meat, turkey like sandwich, turkey, yeah. like sandwich lunch meat. I'll mess that up. I just can't do sliced turkey. Like I do maybe some gravy on it to just kind of take away the taste. That's but what like people talk about uh, mixing foods when like on your plate. Yeah, yeah. And like, well, why do that? Like, you just throw it in a blender. But turkey is the one thing I do. I go like a little bite of stuffing, a little bite of mashed potato, yeah. and a little turkey. Yeah, I can do that. I can throw do it down. I the just hatch. don't like it on its own. It just makes me sick. Did yeah. you feel like you were on the vertical diet when you did that? I feel very jacked. I do sometimes. It's so bad. I think it's just because I've been in this bro shit for sucking 15 years trying to get jacked. Like, I'll eat like a chicken and like a, and you even kind of said it is kind of true. You start to like eat clean for a while and you're like, fuck, I feel jacked. Oh, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> the mental, the yeah, mental benefits. You really do. You're like, fuck, I'm skinny, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah well, it, that's tight. back to the psychological thing. Yeah, like, I know. If you can replace the way that you regulate yourself with food with something else 100% and that's you know for some people that's working out and and feeling virtuous about whatever they're doing or I mean but I totally understand like this last year has been stressful in a weird way we talked about this last week on on the show like it hasn't been that hard to be honest but like all of my stress went into food yeah like and we sort of had you know, we had ghost kitchen deliveries in yeah. here while we were working on the place and I'm eating stuff that I wouldn't normally eat and I'm eating more of it. And then it's like, all right, like, okay, so I've I've broken down the fast food thing and the fast casual thing and my my barricade, my personal barricade around that stuff. And it's like, all right, I can I can just eat this shit now and I don't care. And then it's cookies and then it's ice yeah. cream. And then it is it, easy. It's easy to to fall off of that 
Oh, that horse! Like I, I used to literally would eat fast food like once a year. Yeah, I was I was there too. I, when I was younger, obviously I did it a lot, but then like I really got it pretty dialed in. Where like if and if I did, it would be like a Chick Fil A or yeah. a even though I don't know if it really is any healthier. Or I not, think it like, is probably it just feels more real at yeah. least less processed. But then or like an In and Out, like those would be my fast yeah, food choices. Yeah. But then like lately, like last year, I'm catching myself like swinging by like mickey d's like i did this morning getting yeah. that egg mcmuffin or like a taco bell taco yeah. bell or something yeah. and it's taco like, bell is terrible but so attractive but yeah why like no, nothing the about it trash. is good yeah. yeah it's just so weird i do wonder how the well, maybe we'll even close out here the ratios they talked about in the beginning too they're like he mostly did manhattan but he did the nation too like there's 85 mcdonald's and there's two in every square mile I don't know how many mcdonald's there are anymore yeah but then and then they compared it to wendy's and burger king and I, I think definitely there's more McDonald's here in our area, but I don't think that ratio is that insane. Like, there's Hello Wendy's, there's Hello Cars, there's a Junior. lot of everything. Yeah, dude. and then fast casual, I do think is like the next thing. In like, what's, what's considered fast casual? Like Chipotle ish. Okay. Okay. Uh, and they're owned by McDonald's. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Well, they're not. F- no, no, not anymore. Part, oh, oh okay. I didn't know that. I, McDonald's had an investment in, in Chipotle. I don't so think they own any part maybe. of it. Uh, when they w- were going through the salmonella thing, and all this stuff, I think oh, that McDonald's invested it. This also c- is hearsay, but yeah, I, I, I don't I know either. But true. I know they're involved. And like Chipotle tastes like real meat, and that's like a quote unquote healthy thing I do oh, often. Dude, I love Chipotle. Yeah. Just, I mean, in, and at Chipotle, it's very easy to make yourself a pretty damn clean bowl. Yeah, 100%. And 100%. it's like, and also like they have the new like thing on the app. I don't know, like it's like, a, what is this, a Chipotle ad now? But like the, uh, <laughs> like the little like lifestyle, like kind of more fitness based yeah, bowls yeah, yeah. for like a higher carb. Yeah, they got like, cauliflower. Higher carb, higher protein. Like if you want like after post-workout yeah, kind yeah. of bowls and stuff, it's kind of kind of interesting. No, I think it's great. And, yeah. and, and we're lucky we got a lot of good food here in SAC that like kind of tries to cater to that ish, you know, like, and other places are starting too, but I, I do think it's very typical Texas, the Midwest. You know what uh, SAC really needs, like uh, Midtown, like around here, is uh, another another fried chicken place. Dude, <laughs> is that just <laughs> like- we, have to, we have more fried hot fried chicken than Nashville. Oh my I feel God. like uh, things go in trends. Like um, uh, when I was in high school, the Froyo thing started. Pokey. And then pokey. And then uh, cupcakes were a thing. Yep. There was like boutique cupcake places. Now there's the cookies. And then there was cookies. And then, but- and I don't know if it's national or not, but we have so much fucking fried chicken sandwiches, dude. It's it's and they're all decent, but like holy, ca- there's probably is. downtown is what two by two square miles ish. Yeah, it's not big. It's tiny, and we have like ten names that seem to be doing it. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. some of them. Um, a ton of sushi, and there's yeah. A, yeah. a ton of fried chicken. Sushi makes sense, right? We're like we're close to the bay. We're kind of that vibe. Like, okay. Yeah, but yeah. fried chicken I don't get. Is the pokey thing I think is like kind of dead now. I'm not a big pokey guy. I'd rather I, eat I'm sushi. A huge yeah. pokey, really? pokey guy, but it's expensive. It yeah. isn't. It is not cheap to go out say, for it. If you want lunch, pokey lunch, you're spending 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Like that. that Nothing less up. than 15 yeah. bucks. That's yeah. uh, the issue with like Chick Fil A too. If you compare it to McDonald's or something, you're like, all right, I'm gonna spend. Double probably. Yeah. Well, shit, dude. You can get out of In and Out for fucking six dollars, yeah. dude. And, and McDonald's, like, you get a buffet for ten bucks. Yeah. yeah. That's what. That's the best thing about In and Out, though. Is like, like, dude, their prices two ninety. It's the same. Dude, yeah. Double, double two ninety five. Yeah. It's the same. Like, you can't beat that. It really is good. So I have the chart uh, from twenty nineteen. Who knows what happened during the pandemic? Um, although fast food places, a lot of them just stayed open. Yeah. Twenty nineteen is a decent well, comparison. The, dri- the drive-through market was like. 
went huge. up 20, yeah. 20% yeah. during and the pizza, and pizza the, market. That's yeah. something I felt like we died here a little bit. Uh, not died, but a couple pizza spots started to close. Yeah, you're right. Where pizza was there a thing. There was a lot of pizza here. Yeah. Zelda's is still going strong. Though. Yeah, and Chicago Fire, and those guys are still doing fine. But like uh, Pizza hot, Rock closed, Hot, hot Italian, Italian closed. closed. A couple like, and we have pretty good pizza too. I, uh, I listened to a podcast, Theo Vaughn's podcast, yeah. with the Raising Cane's guy. He had him, oh, that's he cool. Does, like, so what he's doing now is he'll have on like a business guy. Which is super interesting. Yeah, you, I bet. you dig this. Yeah, uh, you guys both would. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they had the Raising Cane's guys on. He's like, yeah, our business went up twenty uh, percent during COVID. Yeah, with our drive-through uh, chicken, yeah. chicken boxes drive-through. Like, we're up twenty-five percent in revenue. Like, makes sense. Six hundred stores. Makes like, sense. Crazy. You don't want to go to the grocery store. Even 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 pre-COVID, I don't like going to the grocery store. I just don't like that vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't like being around that many people and like choosing and drive-throughs kind of nice. And then COVID just gave me more excuse to order online. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. We're all trapped in our homes with the most inconvenience to cook healthy meals. Oh, yeah, 100%. But then you go do the opposite. Yeah, 100%. It's kind of weird. Yeah. No, I had all the time in the world of meal prep, and I didn't do it once. Uh, when, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Like, I think we had de- delivery at home. We had your, delivery, like, twice. Your wife was still working, though, too, and you were pseudo-working here. But, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, because the rest of us, I think, uh, like, at least me, my routine was shit. Like, my, it just got thrown out the wall. I couldn't even go to the gym. Like, I had no routine, so then... It disrupted all my routine. Where yeah. like your guys' routine was still kind of flowing. And yeah. like living in the city, like you guys, like the the Postmates fees are cheap. Oh, and they're next door, and you get Sometimes like good. they're free, or they're five bucks for yeah. delivery. Like where I'm at, like you know, even like if you live in like an Elk Grove or something yeah. like that, like you're paying twelve, eleven dollars for the delivery fees, and that kind of gives you like an out. Like, and what are you doing? Oh, this costs more than the meal. Yeah, probably not going to do this. You're not going to deliver McDonald's. Like I'm because yeah. I'm downtown. I deliver good food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you can get it delivered yeah. for next to yeah. nothing. And it's funny, like we didn't really mention this, but the the guy that almost contradicted the entire documentary, the skinny Big Mac guy, the skinny Big Mac guy who's eating Big Macs four times a day. They tried at the end, though. Did you see that? They tried to justify him at the end. Oh, the end. It says no. They said like uh, he's had he's uh, just in in writing it okay, says okay. Johnny whatever the fuck hippie eats McDonald's. Yeah, with the he's, awesome haircut. He's had twenty thousand Big Macs. He never orders fries. Oh, so it's the fries are the problem? What the fuck is that? Why mention that? His you burger. didn't mention that in the interview. He, we know nothing about this guy. You talk to him for three minutes. We don't know if he exercises. We don't know what. Two Big Macs a day is what? Maybe 700 calories. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, like, what else is he eating? Is that he, all he's eating? That yeah. might be all he's eating. He li- lo- loves the company. Let him rock. And then at the end, they justify him being skinny, but like that, basically. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's so stupid. It was, so, it was hilarious with his, like, his story about when he first discovered the Big Mac. Yeah, he, yeah. Had, he bought three, went in his car and ate them. He's and then, like, fell in love with it, went back in, got another three. How do they find him? o'clock at night. How do they find him? Just at a he's, McDonald's? He's probably the guy that doing the documentary, just, like, Google or whatever they did in yeah. 2004. Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> ask Jeeves. Like, what's, uh, what's, it was Ask Jeeves. What's the best uh, McDonald's people? Yeah. Search? McDonald's well, people that's, that's how they had Jared into the thing. Yeah. Probably because, like, oh, like, he's, a, like, a usual suspect for this kind of documentary. And they didn't, like, interview him either, which was weird. They just no, kind of, like. it was all uh, at a distance. They kind of just shit. stalked him. Yeah. They yeah. stalked him for, like, one clip and talked about him for four clips. Yeah. And Some he, of it's just he so didn't weird. even directly participate. Yeah. Why didn't they just ask him a question? He probably asked for money. Oh, maybe. Yeah, like, hey, you could follow me for five minutes, but if right. you want to ask me a question, it's at the grand. And so they throw it in, and it's the fair use, commentary, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. Fuck that guy. McDonald's uh, Big Mac has 563 calories. Yeah. So 1,000 calories for that tall, skinny dude. He looked like he's 6'1", buck 80. But that, if that's all you're eating. Okay, so that's you said how much? Five what? Yeah, 563. Okay, 563. If I take my ass right now to Burgers and & Brew yeah. and get the oh. guacamole, 100%. bacon burger... 
a beer with real meat, like real meat, like the full nine thick cut of bacon. I'll guarantee you it's more than that. Oh no, more calories. In yeah, it's eight hundred. It's yeah. eight hundred plus. Yeah, and it's like that's considered healthy because right. like you look at it, and you're like, oh, this is fresh real beef. This is guacamole. That's right. healthy for me. Oh, bacon's good for me. That's what they put out there. Which like yeah, so there's nutritional like, value we need, right? Because they did talk about some decent stuff when they started analyzing like his stats. Or like yeah, man, you're gonna get gout and like some of that's like some real shit. Like you need some vitamins in your life mm-hmm. that you're not getting from McDonald's. Sure, but like. Yeah, calories overall, and Lane, you know, all our super smart nutrition friends always talk about it. Like, you get in a calorie deficit and you start losing some weight, all your health factors look better acutely. Everyone's. Yeah, burn more calories than you eat. Yeah. That's and, how you and lose weight. That's how you, get, that's how you start to get rid of some diabetes stuff. That's how you fix some cholesterol stuff. It, it doesn't really matter. Like, it, the, the, the food composition semi-matters long-term, but acutely to drop your diabetes stuff, your insulin stuff, yeah, you lose weight. According to the nutrition facts, 33 grams of fat in a Big Mac. That's not that crazy. How I many mean, carbs? Like 60? Mm, 44. Per- and how many protein? 30? Uh, 26. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that crazy of a meal to me. It's not that crazy if, if the rest of your diet around yeah. it isn't crazy. Yeah, and it's high in sodium, and they talk about that, which is pretty much yeah. debunked. And like- that, the soda, Well, the sodium thing depends on, you, on who you are. Like if you're sodium sensitive, it will raise your blood pressure for sure. Sure, yeah, and that's to well, me that's the kind of the problem with Chipotle is that everything is so salty. Oh, yeah, but that's yeah. like yeah, that's if you have health issues, and even right, lifting weights raises your blood pressure too. Doesn't mean it's bad for you. Only temporarily. Right. Same with the sodium. If you don't have genetic problems. Yeah. If you don't have any genetic, but, but, but when we're talking about nutrition on a podcast or in a documentary, we can't talk about the people that just are pre-diabetic. We have no. to talk about the masses, right? Because then same thing, like, is sugar bad? Like, yeah, if you're diabetic, sugar's going to kill you. But for the masses, is sugar bad? No. Sugar's not going to kill you, right? And so, like, that's the big conversation that they don't dig into either. Like, It's kind of like the same conversation that doesn't get talked about enough with, like, you know, COVID. Yeah, well, yeah kind of. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. 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 So that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just people don't, because there, there is context involved. And so when you're foul swooping things, we have to talk in the most broadest terms. Like, no, sugar's not going to kill you, ma'am. Right? Like, but if, if, if fucking, what's this guy's name in the movie? Jo- Morgan Spurlock. Morgan. If Morgan's fucking pre diabetic, yeah, McD- this literally 30 days could have killed him. Yeah, for sure. Right? But it, since he came in kind of healthy, like. Well, remember you interviewed that one, uh, diabetic guy remember you said he was drinking like four or five liters of cola yeah two liters of cola a day yeah that's insane oh they talk about them at the end gastric bypass surgery they talk about them at the end too that they lost a bunch of weight yeah well that that maybe who knows the timeline right because i've heard gastric bypass surgery has very uh, bad repercussions oh dude you guys ever watch like my 600 pound no i can't no that stuff i can't handle dude well it it just (laughs) they have to even they have to go through like therapy and psychological uh, steps before they even consider them for the surgery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like you can't just go into this. You just can't go get the surgery and it's going to fix all your problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, let's find the root of your eating problem. Right. Let's find out like where you are mentally with like self, you know, self, uh, uh, self love or whatever and stuff like that to find out like if this surgery is even going to do anything for you at all. Right. Because if anything, this just the surgery can just kill you, make this, yeah. make this worse. Yeah. Well, I yeah, sat, torture literal. Yeah. I sat through the um the orientation that Kaiser does for people who are contemplating uh, bariatric surgery um, several years ago because my sister was contemplating it. And basically they tell you there's no way that you can lose weight on your own. They oh, said diets nice. always fail. There's no way you can lose weight on but your that's own. Like and the, you have to do this, but like... The context of that sucks too. Yeah, the, sure, the, diets fail. The level of commitment that it takes to 
uh, keep the weight off and keep yourself out of discomfort right. when you have bariatric surgery is similar to, if not worse than, what you would have to do to change your diet yeah. to lose weight on your own. Right. So if you were not successful over here, what's the magic that's going to make you successful over nothing, here? Nothing. And just, that, just that phrase, and it says, it, it is quote unquote true, like diets fail, but that's like when you're following a diet, do people stick to it for a lifetime? Like, no, because those diets that you're following out there, folks, aren't the ones that, that allow you to learn, uh, learn about food, learn about moderation, learn about a lifestyle. To say like diets fail, although factually true, learning about nutrition and learning about diet <laughs> works often and learning how to move and finding an activity that you enjoy and yeah. finding what this weird word of moderation that everyone throws around means and learning how to enjoy yourself with one burger, learning how to have a burger today and a salad tomorrow, one beer instead of four beers. Like all of that can change your life. It's it, To me, it's just the easy way out for Kaiser. It's the easy way out for coaches. It's yeah. the easy way out for nutritionists. It's the easy way out on fucking to them, sell a makes book. makes them a lot of money. It yeah. makes them a lot of money, and it also makes their statistics look good, initially at least, in terms of yeah, treatment of diabetics. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because, because you can take somebody and do a bariatric surgery who was who was, had type 2, and then afterwards they don't have it. But eventually they may get it again. Yeah. If they if they actually figure out how to just keep packing on adipose when they're at yeah. post surgery and, and like they're working around all the limitations, you know, the stomach size limitations and all that stuff. They're, if you're if you're committed to it and like I said before, if this is the thing you're using to regulate yourself when when you're anxious or you're having some other kind of 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 psychological or mental emotional disturbance yeah then uh, you're going to figure out how to how to pack it on again yeah 100 percent. that's all we got for that's my hearsay science yeah, yeah. fuck nice. supersize me yeah not not, not <laughs> I, I do feel like did though, not age well there's a sequel right yeah that one's yeah. real same, weird chicken is that the same guy yeah same yeah. guy he starts to go into some like weird chicken farming thing it kind of goes down a vegan route i uh i watched like half of it i actually had to turn it off yeah, and Bad the bad, huh? the uh, uh, fathead. Yeah, the I watched the deluxe version of that. It has a follow up a few years later. He's into f you know paleo and yeah. you know it's it's every fad. Paleo kind of cracks me up. Yeah, that's, all of it's that's just like well, that's just eating healthy. I mean, that's not that really, too. Like, but the arguments just how they describe it's so stupid. Like, yeah, we got to do what we did two thousand yeah, years you're ago. Right, like, yeah. go go live in a campsite, They're like under a tree. Idiot. Oh, you telling me you just need to eat meat and vegetables? Yeah, and yeah, kinda, like and yeah, that's fine. Stay away from grains. Yeah, okay. Yeah. End of story. End yeah. of book. Right. Like, what are you trying to sell me? Yeah, on here? yeah. If you don't want to move a lot, yeah, drop your carbs a little bit. If you like exercise and moving a lot, eat a little bit more carbs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. Me, me and Danny when we were doing uh, we're. Uh, trying to get back and like getting back on track with our uh gas station cappuccino or whatever but we always just made fun of diets and like yeah, talking about how so eat, like how it's like this just it's just all marketing it's just all bullshit i know that's what i ended a rant a couple of weeks ago about my book where you eat three meals a day <laughs> you lose weight you lose weight no snacks don't drink your calories you're not allowed to watch tv and you just eat three meals and you're gonna lose weight i, I it, you got to learn a lot about yourself to for make sure. changes like i know for myself if I have, I, uh, Mariel actually, I heard her say this this phrase is uh, counter carbs. I just need to keep counter carbs out of my house, like a box of Cheez Its or sure. a bag yeah. of chips, like yeah, yeah. that sit on the counter. You walk by them and you take a handful every yeah. time. Like you got to know things about yourself. Like I know that if those are out, 
I don't have the willpower to not eat them, yeah. so I just can't have them around. Yeah, it really but is. If that I care easy. enough, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. if I'm like trying to like trying to shape it up, like, but you know, sometimes I want to have them, and I'm gonna eat them. Sure. But it's like, you know, I think the key, you know, full circle is just like you gotta you gotta know yourself, and you gotta just regulate yourself. Yeah, something people don't talk a lot about with diet, and they talk about it in life, and like anxiety, and uh, business, and whatever they talk about consistency and routine, but they don't talk about that with food. Um, some of the intermittent fasting people kind of talk about it like, yeah, I don't eat for 16 hours, but they don't talk about their window. Yeah. The biggest thing, and I joke about the three meals a day, but the biggest thing is eat at the same time, eat about the same size meal, whatever that is. And the yeah. meal can change, but if it's a, around the same um, volume or around the same calories and you do that for f- uh, four weeks, you're going to find a habit. And you're going to be hungry around that time. You're going to crave similar foods, whether you're eating only McDonald's or you're eating only chicken breast and broccoli, whatever you're doing, you will get used to it. And that's where you're going to start to find consistency. Because again, it's not the Friday night binger that made you gain 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's it's the everyday counter cheeses. It's the everyday a beer or an extra wine or an extra burger or ordering the fries with the big Coke. If you just find that consistency in your sleep, find that consistency in your working out, find that consistency in your eating patterns, the rest does kind of fall in place. Another thing I think, and I can't prove this, that this is another, this is not hearsay, not even science, but a thing. I think that if you work yourself toward a diet change, it's easier to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You go from black and white. And yeah, people go from eating McDonald's every day to keto. Like, yeah, bro, you're not going to stick to that. You yeah, I mean, yeah. it feels very virtuous. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't really accomplish anything. Oh, 100%. And, and if you're somebody with digestive issues, you're going to exacerbate them. Yeah. Even lifting. I mean, same thing, right? You're like, go from like, man, I haven't really lifted. Like, I'm going to go compete in powerlifting. Like, just chill. Let's get you in the gym twice a week. See if yeah. you enjoy it. And then let's go three times a week. And then yeah. we'll go four. And then we'll find something in between. Oh, you want more? Okay. On your fifth day, go outside and go do something, right? We find these kind of moderate. Same thing with your diet. Like, all right, I'm going to still eat in and out and I'm not going to get a soda. Okay. That's, yeah. I mean, that's why I tell people all the time. The, the basic one is don't drink your calories. Just start there. Yeah. Just yeah. literally start there. Go diet, yeah. go water, go something else. Don't that, drink juices. Don't, don't do hella cream in your coffee. Just cut that and we'll see in a month what we can accomplish next when i was when i was competing in, in weightlifting you know i was i would walk around at around 190 193 when i was like in my kind of heavier phase of like the training cycles or yeah. whatever and i would usually cut down to uh, like 177 or whatever or one excuse me 77 kilos like 169 so like i had a lot of extra weight but yeah. then like once i stopped competing is when i 2018 i switched to intermittent fasting and i've been doing it for now what almost three years now in november yeah was like i guess when i quit was november 20th yeah so almost three years now and so i just go 8 p.m to around 12 noon is my today i, I broke it but i'm not religious about it i'm yeah, not gonna yeah. beat myself up about it but like six to seven days a week i'm not eating from 8 p.m to 12 yeah and you and, probably and, feel better you well, that's just how you function there's a total bombshell about intermittent fasting in that episode of Lane. lanes from this week yeah. yeah just like what oh shit yeah, maybe i'm not even doing anything that's actually working i don't know probably <laughs> well you're eating if you're calories yeah yeah yeah, sure. yeah, yeah that's sure. that, i mean yeah. that that's, that's why it works but well and the other reason it works is it's routine every day you know you're what you're doing yeah, and you the, know when to do it the point is that there are some definite like metabolic things about fasting sure and as you get older it, it becomes more difficult to recover from the fast and uh it it does preferentially start to eat into muscle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if yeah. you're and if I'm you're also an optim- really skinny, right? Yeah, now. but if you, yeah, but you're not optimally bodybuilding. That's not your goal. No, either. no, no. It's, right. it's, and, and the reason why I even did it was because I knew I was, wasn't going to have as much time and dedication to the training that I did, yeah. and I yeah. wanted a little extra help of keeping off like 
getting up to that one night because yeah. I didn't feel I don't my body doesn't like being I graduated high school I was 135 pounds and I yeah. was 511 like my body is just naturally a leaner type body yeah. type and like what it took for me to be 190 was like eating like a complete like animal yeah. and training yeah, you know, three hours a day and I wanted to kind of get back to where my body wants to be yeah and for me it was easiest for my lifestyle 100%. to um kind of take this 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 lifestyle switch yeah, yeah. In, in my eating habits again context like, like kind of putting it in, in a little smaller window and just kind of like help regulate maintain like an x amount of like body weight at all times yeah. like walk around i like i like how i feel like how my joints feel when i'm walking yeah, around yeah. about sleep like all that's a little better 75 pounds for me like feels good that's for the context right yeah because lane's probably talking to a bunch of competitive bodybuilders and is it yeah. manifesting number one I'm just no i'm just being able yeah. to just run around yeah. life and find your life. routine yeah, yeah you got a kid you gotta yeah just feel good yeah yeah, he was actually his. It was his professor, and yeah. it was it was more of a gen pop thing and not a competitive thing. Oh. But even still, anyway, like, yeah, anyway, yeah, no, yeah, you're not per- to sh- not to shit all over your your. No, no, your, no. <laughs> I yeah, and at the end of the day, it's all what works for the individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? it's it's what works for you yeah. and what what you're you know what you're prioritizing. And yeah, it's like, spreading your protein out daily. That evidence shows. Yeah, you can maintain the most bone mass and muscle mass. I've yeah, also yeah. just never really been a big breakfast guy. Yeah, I hate breakfast. I never eat it. It's like, that, and that's kind of where I was at. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I'm just missing out on this one meal that yeah. I don't normally really yeah. eat. Never really had. Again, like, is I it would worth when I had to for weightlifting? But like, cause you're I not gonna lose calories, pounds but, of muscle. Yeah, well, I'm definitely yeah. don't have much muscle mass. Yeah, right but even now. so, you know what I mean? Like, and again, like then you could balance the 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 guilt or the stress of you trying to get a full meal in the morning when you don't like it in your stomach ache versus how much muscle you may lose. And you're like, well, what 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 actually? What wins are my there? goals? Right? Yeah, what wins there? Yeah. All right, I'm sweltering, so let's bring this one in for a landing. Where can people find you, Dean? Uh, yeah, that's uh, at, you know, Dean Sidoris.ck on IG. And, you know, obviously, we uh, would love your looks and, uh, you know, pick up a bag of coffee at cabinetkills.com. Boom. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 3sb.co, thanks for joining us. Wednesday, I'm Silent Mike, everywhere you want to find us. Uh, Third Street Barbell, if you're in Northern California, you want to check out the GM. I am at the Jimmy Dan on the social media. The show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. And we will talk to you next week.